So, dude, like today, yeah. hello, audience, by the way. We know you're out there. We love you. Uh, so today we, we, uh, we thought that we'd kind of do like a SBL in review or kind of our lives in review as well of 2023. Like what take stock of what happened, um, you know, some of the, the more detailed stuff. Look at the, the numbers of SPL, some of the stuff that you might be interested in. Like how many people actually subscribe to the YouTube channel? How many, right. how many, how many podcasts did we publish? How many courses did we publish? How many new students did we get? Like all of that fun stuff that, in all honesty, I, I sometimes like or barely look at, but it's fun to get to the end of the year and reflect on how we did. Um, but also talking about some of the, our personal achievements um, of 2023, some of our personal losses as well. What do we not do great at? Um, I'm really interested to hear what you what yours are, Ian. I know that I've yeah. got a few losses. Um, and then some personal goals as well for 2024, SBL goals of 2024, talking about our favorite pieces of gear that we got in 2023. Yes, we are. There was a few. There was a few. We bought a there few were bases, a few. dude. Yeah, I've actually uh, maybe just thought I did. A, I'm looking at my <laughs> list right now and I'm like, mm, maybe I missed that one off. I need to put that one on there. Oh, there um, we go. Good, good, good. But yeah, so should we jump straight into it? Should we, should we yeah, jump straight and in? I mean, I think the the thing that I want to say first of all too just is like you know people that are that listen to this podcast, I, I am kind of in this boat of like, oh God, gold. When I hear about oh you know losses and failures and highs and lows and goal setting and sometimes that stuff in the past that stuff has really turned me off because it has felt well probably because I'm not good at it. Honestly, it's probably because. I'm absolutely dog shit at doing mm. it. So in so to justify my feelings for it, I'm like, oh, that's cheesy. Or oh, that's like, oh, it's so businessy and dumb. Yeah, yeah. And man, I have to say, when did we start working together? Was it 2020? I think it was like like actually uh, start it, to Is it? Is it like that far ago? God damn it's that's a lot. I think so. Ago. I think it was 2020. And when I met you, you were one of the first meaningful people in my life that talked about goals and talked about, you know, like thinking about the trajectory of your life in a way that I didn't think was dumb. So I need oh, to say God. that like, yeah. and, and if you're out there listening and you're like, Oh God, well, you know, maybe if you're like, Oh, you're in review or you heard the intro of like, Oh, you know, SBL and personal goals and all that. And you're like, ah, maybe you already tuned out. But if you didn't, yeah, if you didn't thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because think about like, let some of this in. I think it's really important to, you know, to push up against the stuff that maybe makes us feel uncomfortable. That's something I'm trying to do better this year and and next year. And think about the stuff that you feel like, oh, oh I don't, that's too, that's too businessy or that's too whatever it is. And, and maybe lean in because I will say, uh, that's been a big game changer for me actually is thinking about the things that I know have pinged me as like, uh, before and actually gone, well, hold on. There is something to that. So, uh, I just want to say I'm a reluctant goal setter. Um, and if any of my reluctant goal setters out there can feel that, then, you know, I see you and we are sat today with an incredible goal setter. So let's glean a little knowledge, dude. <laughs> let's glean a little knowledge from you know, Mr. Like, Divine. <laughs> it might be, to, to your point, it might be something to do with like your previous experience of why you don't like setting mm. goals or 
or maybe that you find it more difficult to set goals. And I think that I've been definitely like guilty of that in the past. I will say that I'm not great at hitting my goals. The way that I think about it is that imagine playing darts, right? Do you know what darts yeah. is? Yeah, you have that in the steps, Yeah, right? for sure. Darts. Of course you do, right? Sorry. We got darts. So, okay. It's all good. So, okay, <laughs> we're all good, right? Imagine playing darts. Um, now, now imagine doing it with a blindfold fold on. So oh, you're playing yeah. darts with a blindfold on, but you don't even know where the board is. That's living yes. life with no goals. Because, so you don't even know what, where you're aiming. It's like you've got a blindfold on. And imagine now taking the blindfold off and holding that dart in your fingers. And not only can you look at the board, you know where the board is, you can actually throw the dart in the in the right direction. Now right. you might you might not hit the target. You might not even hit the board, but you're gonna be going in the right direction. But isn't that so sad? Least. What if you don't hit the board though? You know, like like what if you take the blindfold off and then you throw the dart and you're still way off? How okay, embarrassing. So, well, imagine that the, the bullseye is a hundred percent. You achieved the goal. Yes. Hitting the, hitting the board is like 70% there, but yes. you, but you okay. miss the board and you hit the wall that the board's yes. on and that board's like 50% there. At least you got 50% towards the goal rather than you didn't even get there. So it, th- it makes me think about, you know, also it's like trying to find, you know, can imagine sort of like somebody calls you and you're like, hey, like, hey, do you want to go hang out? And you're like, yeah, where do you want to meet? And they're like, oh, Stevie's Cafe, you know, Stevie's Cafe. And you're like, not really. And they're like, what? Don't worry about it. You'll find it. And you walk out the door and you don't know what street it's on and you it's haven't like got 90s. a map. Yeah, you haven't got a map, right? That's yes. like not, not having a goal. You're just sort of like wandering around asking, yeah. like, have you heard of Stevie's Cafe? And like, I'm looking for Stevie's Cafe. But oh. now you jump in the car, you get the GPS on, you click in the address, you boom, you're straight there. Same deal, right? For me, I think that, I like the idea, and again, I'm not saying that I'm amazing at it, but I love the idea of building and building a life that I'm trying to be intentional about. Right? Right. I've got a fucking idea of what I'm trying to do. I don't yes. want to be just like wandering the streets, not knowing what the fuck is going on. I actually, hey, I want to be intentional about where I'm going, the, the life I'm trying to build, and to do that, I need some some kind of freaking goal. If you think about it like this, right, you tr- the life that you're trying to build is like, imagine it's a house. God, I'm just sort of like pouring on the analogies here, right? Yeah, yeah, pouring I love it. Pouring on the analogies. I love but, it. But my, my, my point is that one of these analogies might land with somebody listening, right? So the life that you want to live, the life that you're trying to build, and let me just re- rewind a little bit, I am of the mindset, of the opinion that you can build a life that you want, right? Mm. If somebody gets to the end of their life, and they're thinking like, and they're not happy with the life that they that they led, that they what they achieved or whatever. That was accumulation of the choices that they made. Now yeah. there will be pushback. Well, some people will be like, "Well, what if you were born in X Y country? What happens if all of these bad things happen to you?" Yeah, there are edge cases where this doesn't apply to. But let's be freaking honest with ourselves. For most of us, that isn't the truth. For most sure. of us, when we get to the end of our lives, our life was accumulation of the decisions that we made and got us there. So I like, instead of 
I guess, sort of like wandering through life. I like the idea of trying to be intentional about the life that I'm building and trying to achieve. So think about that as a house that you're building, right? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if you've got a load of bricks and a load of cement and you're about to build a house, you better fucking have a, a blueprint, a drawing of the house that you're about to try and build. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be an abomination. It's yes, just, yes. Oh, oh <clears throat> that's I true. I'm, I know. I've got a great idea. I'm going to build a turret. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, you need to have, I think yeah. that it, it really helps me at least to have a, a plan of what I'm trying to build. And, and by that, I mean the life that I'm trying to build with my family. Yes. Otherwise, I'm just never going to get there. I will say when you talked about stepping out the door in the nineties and going to Stevie's cafe, I mean, <laughs> do you remember in back in the day, MapQuest, right? Where like, Dude. did you guys have MapQuest? Where I did, like I don't would, have map quests, but I've had a lot, lots of awful map map. Yeah. you know, like you, you know, know things that you'd like on, yeah. go online on your desktop computer before phones and write and like write it down, and then you'd write it down on a piece of paper, right? And you're going along, and then if you took one wrong turn, you're it's over, dead. You know, Screwed. or like you'd get to the end of the directions and you were at a field. Yeah. How many how many gigs did you try and get to when you just had like this massive oh so map? many. And you just sort of like open this colossal so many map gigs. and you're trying to figure out where to go and how to get there and you're late to the gig and like... Yes. Yeah, of course, yeah. Brutal. Yes, it's totally brutal. I have to say though, when you mentioned Stevie's Cafe and you don't know how to get there, I had two thoughts. Number one, there is a serendipity or, a, or like a, a surprise and delight that comes for me out of not having a plan all the time and being surprised by the good thing that comes out of it. So mm. like stepping out, not knowing where I'm going, that can, that can be a little scary, but what if you meet somebody? What if you have an experience that, that, you know, like, man, if I just would have had the directions and would have driven straight there, I wouldn't have met this person that was so interesting or, you know, or ha yeah. had this crazy adventure getting to the restaurant. But the, the dark side of me is this, it's self-sabotage. And what it is, is, Hey, if I didn't get there, guess what? It's not really my fault because I didn't have the directions. If I didn't hit my goals, it's not really my fault because I didn't even make the fucking goals. So yeah. I, like I can't, so then I, I'm not holding myself accountable because I'm scared, dude. That's what it is. Hey, he figured it out. I'm scared <laughs> to actually make the goal and then fail. And I yeah. wonder if that resonates with anybody else out there of like making the goal and then being like, here's what I'm going to do. You publicly declare it. You declare it to your family. You put it on Instagram. You write it down in your journal, whatever. You pray about it, whatever it is, right? And then you don't do it. Oh, man. And so it's easier for guys like me to not just, just not do the goal. Hey. And then, you know, you're just kind of bumbling through life. And when good stuff happens, oh, that's fun. That's great. I wasn't expecting that because I hadn't set the goal. But it is not great. <laughs> and yeah. it's not the way to continue, I think. Look, I, I just think, well, there's a multitude of threads. I think it's like less intentional. I think that, you know. Yes, absolutely. I, I like you're, you're saying about yourself, look, that you you – I don't know, man. Like I look at you and I'm like, your your career is like storming ahead. You're doing great. And it seems to me like you set some goals, dude. Even though, maybe. like, whatever. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go online 
I can remember you telling me the story. I'm going to go online. You even told your friends, hey, I'm going to try this online thing. Sounds to me like a goal. You I know. know. And, yeah. and even if it was like a loose goal, even if it was yes. looser, you know, and it wasn't like, I'm going to go online and I am going to get X amount of followers by X time and all of that stuff. It wasn't that, but you knew. That's right. You knew a, a sort of like, a, a, you knew where the direction was. You knew. Yeah. I mean, so I think that there's, you know, there's a sort of like a rabbit hole of a conversation to go down there, like how tight the, the, the goals need to be or the, whether they can be loose and all of that kind of stuff. But I just think sort of like from a 10,000 foot view, I think mm. that people can achieve way more with the lives that they have if they're more atten- intentional about understanding what the life is that they're actually trying to build for themselves. Mm, and, then yes. fig- and, and, and off the back of that, figuring out, okay, well, if I'm trying to build that type of life, then I'm going to need to pull certain levers to make that happen. And I think yes. sometimes the issue is that just the elephant in the room that I think that sometimes people don't actually believe that they can achieve their sort of like the life they want to. And I think that, that like talking about me and you, like if I'd set off, you know, you know, whenever I started this adventure of like SBL and stuff 13 years ago, whenever it was, I couldn't have, I couldn't have thought, and some, some people might, but me with my background, I couldn't have thought, yes, I'm going to grow a YouTube channel with, you know, 1.1, 1.2 million subscribers. I'm going to try and create this thing. And like, it wouldn't have been that. It was too big. Of course. You know, and I'm sure that you wouldn't have thought to yourself, yeah, I'm going to sort of like, you know, in two years time, I'm going to have like 50,000 subscribers on Instagram and I'm going to do this. I'm going to sort of like, it. maybe that was too big. So I think that sometimes it's really hard Mm. to create like a massive big vision, but even to have just like a small vision and s- slowly and iteratively move towards that. And as you move towards it, then that will grow. That's so much better than having no plan. No, it's you're right, so dude. Better. You're right. And and I mean, I jest a little bit. I d- you're right. I have no, I know. some goals. It, it needs when, you, you know. to be, you're being sort of like <clears throat> devil's advocate. What, you're yes. being the other person. You're like, well, what happens if I don't want to? But I think that it's, yeah. hey, you know, just to put it out there, I know a lot of people that, that, that haven't got a plan and haven't been intentional about building the life that they want or, or kind of like thoroughly thought that through. Yeah. And, and if they were being honest with themselves, aren't really satisfied with, with where they are in life right now. And I think that that's, yeah, it's and, a, and I will say for me, like when, you know, like when you said, I'm going to get X amount of followers by, I, I personally did not do that, but you are correct that I had this plan, you know, after I turned 40, uh, which was five years ago, you know, so 2018, I was like, I, I need to do something. It was a breaking point. I needed to start to post online. There, there was not a strategic numbers goal, but it was a broad, like life changing goal. I'm going to start doing this and taking it really seriously, period. So there wasn't specifics around it. So out there, if you, if you have, like, if you think, if you don't think in numbers, like I don't, and I'm, I'm getting better at thinking about numbers because I've been hanging out with you divine. But you know, before that I was like, I'm going to just start this journey. I don't know where it, where it begins, or I don't know where it ends. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know where I am pointing. The blindfold is off. I see yeah. the dartboard. You see you know? the dartboard. I see exactly, the dartboard. Right. The goal and I'm is making there. a decision. Yeah. Yes. I'm making a decision to start. Yeah. 
And for whatever reason, I've always been like, ah, I don't want to say, oh, I want, you know, 10,000 subscribers in X amount of time because I think I'm afraid of failure, that piece. But I was so excited when I started that Instagram journey five years ago, I was so excited to see all the little bits of growth and grow organically. Every new follower, every meaningful interaction, post that did well, post that sucked, that made me think, oh, okay, I need to get better at this. Everything felt exciting, actually, because because I wasn't, I wasn't disappointing myself. And so anybody out there that's like, Oh God, I don't, you know, I don't want to do, you know, I want to start posting or I want to start making music, but I don't want to say I need to sell X amount of albums. I think what's enough or what was enough for me is to remove the blindfold and start, start on the thing. Even if you don't feel like you need to, even if you are like, I'm number of averse, yeah, you can just yeah. start. And yeah, then, you don't need to overthink it. You're absolutely right. You don't yeah. need to overthink about it because what happens is if you overthink about it, you just it overcooks it and it makes it way so like so complex that it's in, it's like sitting down right and have a converse, conversation with somebody like I imagine sitting down and sit with this guy or girl and they're pumped right they're ripped yeah. and I'm like oh, like. <laughs> I'm thinking Swole. about, you know, like what percentage of body fat I need to get down to. Like I'm thinking 14%. Uh, like yeah. that's what I'm thinking, 14%. And and I'm thinking about like how to divide my like my time up into like how many sort of like curls I need to do. I don't, I'm, I don't even sure. know anything about this world, right? But I'm having this conversation with this individual and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, well, how many times are you going to the gym right now? And me saying, oh, well, I'm not going to the gym. I haven't started going yet. Right. It's that you need to sort of like get off the get off the starting blocks, just start it moving. Yeah. You need to remove the blindfold yes. and make it easy for yourself to just point in the right direction and then start iteratively moving towards it. and like make it don't overcomplicate it because it will make it too hard for you and there's too many barriers. And yes. I am and, and I'm speaking to myself right now, not just, you know, like of people course. listening, I'm talking to myself because I still do this. I yeah. make things too hard for myself and I have to, you know, I have to be honest with myself and think, Hey, you're overthinking this just right. freaking start. There's a multitude. Like I'll give you an example, right? So right now we're going to be talking in this podcast about, you know, SBL by the numbers, favorite pieces of gears, personal achievements of 2023, personal losses, um, goal setting, which we kind of start to talk about now, personal goals of 2024. And one of my personal goals for 2024 or should I say one of my personal goals for 2023 that I haven't executed on because I've been yeah. overthinking it is to just create something to help people, musicians and artists. So like photographers, musicians, guitar players, bass players, you know, woodworkers, people creatives. within the arts, yes. creatives, how they can get online and, uh, and start supplementing their the income they already have and if they want to, how to try and take that to um, a level where they could be making $100,000 a year or beyond, right? And the reason why I want to do that is because I think it is the greatest time, possibly the only time in history to date where every single musician and artist alive has the ability to do this on their own terms. And it's right there for the taking, right there, so close yes. that they can almost touch it but they don't, but nobody, at least in, from what I can see, has just put together like a simple way that kind of like breaks down how this whole online sphere works, like how it works. 
I still talk to people every single day and they're like, oh, how much do you earn through YouTube? They think SBL like is a YouTube channel. They think that we right. make money through, through ads. Oh, shall I get on YouTube and sell ads? I'm like, oh, fuck. They don't know anything it. about mm-hmm. this, right? Right. So I, I, I would love to put something together like a little course or something that, that's ideally not too long. So so it's like, you know, two or three hours of really actionable content that they can read, that just gives them like a freaking blueprint. Like, oh, if you want to do this, here it is on a bumper sticker. Here it is in two or three hours. Sit down, digest this. And Dude. after you've digest this, you've taken the red pill. Or is it the blue pill? Whatever, whatever <laughs> the, pill it pill was in the matrix, <laughs> I gave I gave you the key to the matrix, and you and you'll mm. never see on like online ever again in the same way, and you'll never sit there and think, oh, I, I'm not sure how to be involved in this new creator economy that that's that's you know emerged around us. Like it's said that the creator economy is going to double over the next two or three years, like exponentially explode. And I think that, again, it's the greatest time for musicians and artists to really take control of their own careers and lives and create these either side businesses that sit on the side of what they already do or yes. create core businesses that they lean into and become their entire career. I think that this is the the single greatest time in history or that's ever been for musicians to really create mm. Mm. Um, businesses for themselves, either on, on the side or, you know, as a core business. And I think that um, it's really simple when somebody breaks it down for you. It's not easy. It's not, I'm not saying that it's easy. It is, it's a task, right? Because you need to. It's effortful. Yes, it's right? effortful. You've been doing this, yes. right? But, <clears throat> yes. um, but it is available to everybody. And I think that it's just such an incredibly exciting time. Maybe the most exciting time in, like, just let me put it this way, right? Before, you, be, like, the, everybody's sort of like moaning about Spotify and stuff like that. I'm not downplaying that. It is a thing and it has changed the game. For, for so yeah. many musicians, but to be in a, but for many people that like being signed, like being in, like it was just a pipe dream anyway. Right. Yes, it's it true. It's a freaking pipe dream. So for some people, absolutely for, for right. some people it has affected them, but for a lot of people, it was just a pipe dream anyway. But what, but what nobody's talking about or more people should be talking about is that this in entire new economy has has risen out of the ground out of nowhere and it's the creator economy and it's available to everybody look and and it's available to anybody of any age any age that's it's true it's true it's it has like no limit. who is the most successful music youtuber of all time con for content rick Rick biato yes and he's in his... He started in his 50s, mid to late 50s, yeah. I think. That is wild. Yeah. It's wild. There is no limit. You know, and when you were talking about creating this piece of content that would help creatives, I I started to get like butterflies, like, because I want to watch that. I'm at a place now when I used to hear people talk about like, oh, the creator economy. Oh, and you can make $100,000 from the comfort of your own home. It all felt scammy. It felt bullshitty. It felt cheesy because there are a lot of people out there saying those types of things. 
and you're like, oh, come on, that sounds too good to be true. But I know what you're saying because I have experienced it. Exactly. I have experienced yes. the creator economy and becoming a person of influence. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, like it, I, influencer I is a bad term, word. I think it's the term, dude. I think it's the term. It's the creator economy. I actually think that it's a bullshit term. And I think that mm, it, it mm. doesn't join the dots for people. Hey, you're the creator. Of con- well, none of my friends want to be a creator. They're just like, mm. what? I just create content? I think that it's being framed in the wrong way. I think it's the audience economy. It's not the creator oh, economy. Interesting. It's the economy where people build audiences, not just create yes. content. Creation is just con- content creation is a means to an end. All that content creation for is to build an audience. So that's the core thing. It's the audience economy. And it's how you do that right now is via creating content and sharing your thoughts, sharing your thoughts, sharing your experience. And that creates an audience who give a shit about you, who know, like, and trust you. And then you can sell products and programs to that audience because you've put hard freaking work into creating that relationship. You've right. created this amazing relationship with that audience and then you can, you know, whatever, you can launch a record label, you can sell educational products, you can do an album, whatever it is, but you've built an audience. So many people come to me and they're like, oh, I've got a great idea. I've got an idea of a, this book. I want to do this book. I'm like, hold on, because that <laughs> is not what you should be thinking about. How, like, yes. uh, how are you building an audience? Oh, uh, what do you mean? I'm like, no, you need to focus on... It's the cart before the horse. Exactly. This is the audience economy. It's not the creator economy, in my opinion. I think it needs to be reframed for people like us, for people like me, at least. I don't want to just create content. I don't wake up in the morning and think, I want to create more content. I wake up in the morning and think, I want to serve a community. I want to serve an audience. Right. Yes, absolutely. And I think that that, um, that's what I started to do about five years ago. And I had no idea. I would hear people say that create audience. I was like, Oh God, you know, and it felt corny or it felt like, Oh, that's not really a thing. And let me tell you, it's a thing because when you have people that care about what you do and pay attention, then you have platform to do like exactly what you said. You can do anything. Then it's the time to think about the book. Then it's the time to think about the record. Then it's the time to think about the product, the course, the piece of gear that you want to make. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. I have friends too that are like, oh, I just need to, you know, I got to, I got to write this thing or I need to, you know, make this product and then start, you know, how do I get, how do I get the word out about my product? I'm like, oh, like you have to start talking about your journey. Like you have to have started earlier, but it's never too late to start. Right. But like you do have to talk to people about what you want to do, your hopes, your dreams, your daily ins and outs. And then once those people are excited about what you're doing, then you can say, hey, check out this thing I made for you. Exactly. And they will fall all over it. So all that to and say, it's wild. all that to say that that was my, one of my failures. We'll get onto some yeah. of other, my, my losses of 2023 or my sort of like failures of 2023. There's a, there's a few, um, but that was one of mine where I just overplanned it, overthought it, procrastinated all of that bullshit. And I yes. should have just created it. 
Ugh, I hate myself for that. Anyway, let we'll, let's let's get to our losses or our, you know our, yeah. our sort of like failures of twenty twenty three in a bit. Quickly, let's go through SBL by the numbers, and you have to guess, Mister Allison. Oh God. Okay. Oh God. I want you to guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm ready. We've only got. Ready, a, we've, only got a, we've only got a few. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, YouTube views for twenty twenty three. You, views? YouTube views for 2023. I will I have let no you know idea. that we did around around 40 to 45 million views in 2022. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. 2022 was 40 to 45 million. We had to have have had more. So I'm going to oh, really? go really? a conservative. I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go a conservative 65 million views. Extremely That's my close. answer. Final answer. 71 million <clears throat> views. Hey, that's a lot of views, That's a dude. lot of views, right? And it adds, That's a lot of views. I'll tell you what, dude. It adds up to a crazy amount. Like hundreds of years of hours of content was, was watched. Hundreds of years of hours. Of, it, of it's years. bizarre, yeah. Anyway, okay. So oh, SBL wow. YouTube okay. subscribers. SBL YouTube oh. subscribers. Last subscribers? year, last year, less than 100,000. What did we get this year? More than 100,000? 110,000. 125,000 new subs. All which right. Is awesome. Because like, the, and the way... <laughs> The way I think about this is this is sort of like, for me, it's like people entering the SPL ecosystem. I'm like, oh, yes. we, 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 you know, we got 125,000 new people that give a crap about their base plane and want to be part of SPL, which I'm super pumped. Yeah, about. right. That's crazy. Okay. SPL videos published on YouTube. How many did we do? Okay. We did in 2023, we were at least doing one a week, but I'm going to. There was a few others. You're right. There were a few others, and there's 52 weeks. Many. I'm going to say 60 videos. 69, dude. Oh. It's like Bill and Ted, 69. <laughs> 69. 69 videos. That's a lot of videos. How many podcasts? Okay. How many podcasts? 72. I think – I've had to estimate this. I think around 68. Estimate. Oh, damn I, it. I'll give you a dude. That, you were pretty close there. I had to estimate. Sucks. I had to like grab at that one anyway. Okay. <laughs> New SBL courses. So how many courses okay. did we release into the SBL membership? Um, uh, okay. New courses. And we did a pathway we, as well. Yeah. We did one pathway and we did. I'll tell you this one. It's easy for I to tell yeah. you. We did 10. So check this out. This is wild. Let me just get this up. And I've got them right here. So these are the courses that we released into the SBL membership this year in reverse order. So we did Creative Tapping for Electric Bass with Charles oh, Bear. Charles Bear too. Part yes. three. Part three. It, oh, my God. In 22, 2022, released two other ones. So part three, Creative Tapping with Charles Bear too. You, yourself, released two um, courses into the membership this year. You did how to get hired, a creative approach to session bass playing part two. You also did rhythm section development part two with the outlandishly awesome Steve Gould. Um, yes. Both of these are absolute must watches. I love Steve Gould. What a, ah, what a dude, what a same, beautiful man. man. He's the best. He's a, he's a, I know. Yeah. He, he's too good. He's looking. a beautiful man. <laughs> he's a beautiful man. It's true. It's true. <sighs> 
Yeah, we also yes. <laughs> did. We also released it, released two courses from Michael League. We released songwriting and composition with Michael League. That's right. And groove construction <clears throat> and baseline development with Michael League. That's right. We, and those are excellent, awesome. by the way. And all of these Everybody, courses are like, you know, courses. like several hours of content, each of these courses that I'm mentioning here. We also released two from John Patitucci. We did the soloing concepts of John Patitucci. And That's right. And we released duo performance concepts with John Patitucci and Yotam Silberstein. Or Silberstein. That's right. We also released a bass player's guide to electronic music part two with John Davis of Nerve. Yes. With obviously um, uh, Jojo Mayo on drums. Uh, we released the Divine King Project Volume One, so that whole album that I released, I broke that down, and then finally, damn right, we did maximizing fluidity and technique on the double bass from the legendary Larry Grenadier, and on top of that, we released the Funk Learning Pathway, which includes, I think, eight courses on its own, or something like that. So, With Ian King, I don't know. So, including that Learning Pathway. It's probably going to round up to around sort of like 16 to 18 brand new courses we add into the God membership. damn. Just That's incredible. Year. Yeah, so bonkers. Um, I, I have to say too, like when this stuff comes out, I'm like, I, I get so excited when there's a new course and just digging into a new course gives you all this different perspective. Like I love nerve. I love John Davis. And so so checking out how he thinks about um, synthesis is so cool. Checking out the duo uh, John Patitucci course was so cool. And even if you don't come away with like, well, now I have all these exercises to you come away with like a different perspective. That's at least for me, the artist courses are like, you know, we've talked about this before, like learning from superstars, yeah, dude. right? And you get to be, you get to peek into their brain. Well, that's how we did and it. it's right? amazing. By VHS, right? We did it back in the day. Yes. We bought the videos, the Lincoln Goins, Funkifying the Clave, the Jacko Pastorius, Modern Electric Bass, the, what else was the Jesus? So many. Oh, I mean, Gary Willis. Progressive basics uh, from Gary Willis. Yes. Yeah, like all of those Victor videos. Wooten. Yeah, Victor Wooten, yeah. yeah. It's And it's that on steroids, isn't it? It's like we were doing it. It really is. It was that back in the day. But now with platforms like SBL, it gives you the ability to just deep dive into this world, like how the greats do what they do. And there's so much to be learned from it. It was it was huge yes. for me, but if I was doing it all again, God, it would be a lot easier because I just had access to much more of it with platforms like SBL. Absolutely. And can I say, can I, can I give you uh, props for something? Oh, dude, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> the record that you made is unbelievable. Oh, that was on my it's personal un- achievements of 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned it. You mentioned it in the in uh, you know, in this like course because you did a breakdowns of every tune. But how you did that record, I mean, it'd be cool to hear a little bit more about it, but like how you did it, then how you used it in SBL, use it as an educational tool. It was not just about vanity. It was not just about like, oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna be a cool bass guy and make a record. That's typically what people do. Yeah. I'm gonna be cool artist person and make a record and the audience is gonna find me. But you know about the audience economy. So you were like, hey, I'm gonna make this record, but it doesn't end there. I'm then gonna break down the solos. I'm gonna talk about the songs. I'm gonna make this actually an educational product. And it, how, like so much effort 
went into that. Just a bit. And I just have to say, man, it was super inspiring, super inspiring. And I don't know that I've told you that like to your face directly, but it was really, really cool. And I'm glad you did it. And uh, if everybody out there, Scott, if you haven't heard it, Scott made a ferocious fusion record with the fusion homies, man, (laughs) heavy players, heavy players, you know, and, uh, and it's really unashamedly what it is. And it's ferocious and it showcases your playing and your artistry in a way that I like, like I know there's a ton under the hood, but when I listen to it, I'm like, shit, oh, cheers, this is dude. wild. So, cheers, so congrats on that. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. it was wild. It was definitely one of my personal achievements of the tw- of 2023. There's a personal loss in there as well. That I'll get into there's, mm-hmm. there's something that I would have done differently. Um, yeah. but Yeah. But uh, yeah, much appreciated, man. It was a it was a shit ton of work, but it was it was wild putting that together. Um, but yeah, so cool. it's like the SBL course is it's just a great thing. And also, I guess like just to sort of like wrap up the SBL by numbers this year. Take a guess of how many students. And again, like I could have got the I could have got the exact numbers for this, but I'm just a bit lame. Oh, so SBL, how many new students this year enrolled into the membership and different like our programs, like the Jazz Accelerator, Fretboard Accelerator, okay, Technique Accelerator, like how many people, blueprint. how many people signed up? Yeah, Blueprint, all of that stuff. Four thousand. Ooh, way way higher. I think like somewhere between fifteen to twenty thousand. I probably, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like you know <laughs> twenty thousand, and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> Dude, are you serious? Yeah. That that is actually higher than I would truly guess. Yeah, wow. like it's it's a lot. It's <clears> a lot. So and, and it just keeps me super excited because I think that it just infuses me when I see so many people willing to take the leap and 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 put their trust in SPL to, to get their bass playing to the next level, right? They're just because that's what's unbelievable. Happening We're saying, hey, here's our value prop. We can we can do this for you. You've dreamed about becoming this new bass player, a bass player that you've always wanted to become. Put your trust in 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 us to come and do that, and that's what they're doing. So I think that every every person that that jumps into one of our programs is a win for themselves investing in their future on the base, but also a win for us as well, because we're inspiring a student out there to take a, to take a leap of faith and put their trust in. Absolutely. Super pumped about that. Now, so that's SBL by the numbers 2023. Okay. Quickly, because (laughs) I know that you need to jump off in uh, how long we got. Like, Oh, it's all good. We've got half an hour. We're fine. Dude. Yeah. Favorite pieces of gear or favorite, actually not favorite pieces of gear. Or maybe favorite pieces. Give me two favorite pieces of gear that you acquired in some way or another in 2023. Three pieces of gear, actually. I mean, not that was two, three. I don't like three pieces. I don't like dude. two. Give me three. Shoot. Give me three. Give you three? Um, I mean, this is this would be on my achievement list too, because it was absolutely magical. This relationship with Mike Lull, I mean, this base, um, and I have the the black one the fire mist charcoal back here too. This is the IMA four, which was a collaboration between me and uh, Spencer with Mike Lull. Um, This base, we did them in small batches. We've so far, we've done two batches. They've sold out fast, fast. The first one in seconds, second batch, which was bigger in minutes 
which was crazy. Thank you to anyone that bought one. Um, it's almost but this like is, building I am, an audience that cares about what you do. Like, <laughs> <it's>, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's really true. The I mean, and, you know, and it's funny because yeah, exactly right. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm reluctant to call this my signature because, you know, it doesn't have my signature on it. I wanted to build an instrument that people would, you know, that was interesting for not just me and not build it like oddly for my, um, only my likes and desires, yeah. right? But build something that I think actually is a really strong entry into the market. And it's this bass. But dude, I have been calling it, I've been calling it my signature bass. Of course, now. of course. So it's fine. I think you just needed to get comfortable <laughs> with it. So we've got the signature bass. Yeah, bit. I did. So I'm, I'm going to, I'll go next. So we're going to do three, right? So, okay. So let me put it out there. I haven't got three. Oh. And interestingly, I've bought a, like, Probably enough gear this year. I've pr I've bought enough yeah. gear this year. Oh, hang on. Maybe I have got I've got two pieces of gear. Come on, let's go. Okay, so uh, the two pieces of gear would be um, I got my hands on the bass that Journey used to do what's the track? Um, ah. Freaking don't stop believing. Don't stop dude. believing. I got I got my hands on the base of don't stop believing. So that was I think yeah, just did. an incredible piece of history. Um, so that would have to be one, and it's a wild looking base as well. We did a video on it and all of that good stuff. So that was one. Ovation Magnum, yeah, Ovation right? Magnum with the yeah. biggest pickup of all time in the neck position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was definitely a huge thing. One. Yeah. And I also got a great five string F base at fretless, a black. It's like a see-through. Yes. Like I did bring this. You, you kind of like earlier. You're like, oh, get get this bass. So I did. Oh, I did um, oh, yeah. get this new bass. I love this bass. in the yeah. shop. Ooh, I love this bass, <laughs> but you know, I don't know if I'm in love with it. I love this bass, but oh, I'm not sure I'm I love in this love bass, with it. But yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I'm not in love with it is because I had the, the banana bass before that I gave away um, in that competition that we ran. And um, even though, like, if you think about it objectively, like, there's so many cool things about this bass. There's, it's like you can get the series parallel pickups. There's, you can, you can get. I don't know, There's you can probably get more cool sounds out of this bass than the banana bass, but there was something about the simplicity of the banana bass yeah. that just absolutely yes. did it for me. Uh, and So that's why um, this bass doesn't, it isn't, because, because I'm, yeah, because it isn't that banana bass. It isn't the banana bass. It's like, it's kind of like the banana bass and it's fancy with all of this other stuff on it, but it hasn't got the simplicity that the banana bass, it's not like, Two pickups, two volumes, and a tone, and a and a circuit. Yes. It's, it's it's got more, and I think that that the more is it retracts, for, it adds something, but it also retracts something for me. So that's why that's not going on the list. So for me, two pieces of gear: the Ovation Magnum, which the base, the original base that did the journey journey track, "Don't Stop Believing," was used on that record, um, and then the fretless five string F bass which I haven't used a lot, but it absolutely is a beautiful instrument. So they're my two. I haven't got three. Hit, hit me with your second. I don't know if... And, and, and uh, you don't need well, to force okay. this if you don't want to. No, it's okay. If, if, would you let me just grab it? It's close by, but it's an awkward... Let me just grab it. it can, it's an awkward one. I will fill the space. Ian is 
now rummaging among the thousands of bases. <laughs> I got it. He's got. <laughs> it was fast. Oh, this was cool, actually. Um, yeah, this was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I came out and you had picked up a wall, Mark One. Yeah. And, um, which, uh, did you get that in 2023 or 2022? I got it in 22, okay. I think. Okay. If it was 23, that would also be a. That's a, that's a cool piece of gear. It was the bass that was used in the video it is. for Do They Know It's Christmas Time? Yeah, I mean, like that famous yeah, track. Dude, feed, yeah, the, feed the world, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I fell in love with that bass of yours, and I've always wanted a wall, and I put it out there, and a really amazing guy um, who lives near London named Pete hit me up and said, you know, I've had, this is an 88 Mark One, and he said, I've had this, I think he was the original owner. And he was like, you know, I would love to get it in your hands if you think you would use it. And it was kind of this thing of like, I'll sell it to you at not an outrageous, crazy price if like you feel like you're going to like it or if, you know, or if maybe you want to sell it back to me, like kind kind of like he didn't explicitly say it, but he wanted me not to flip it, Yeah, (laughs) you know, like, like take it and be like sweet and sell it for double. But it is absolutely outrageous. It's so beautiful and cool. And sometimes I sort of forget, like I played a bunch of content. I did a bunch of videos with it when, um, on that, you know, second to last content batching session we did. So, you know, still some videos are coming out where I'm playing this bass and it's super badass. I haven't like toured it yet. I haven't gigged it. Um, but I did a session with it recently and it's kind of like, I don't know, like a more flexible, like more bottom end sounding like stingray. Yeah. It's very, very cool. It's a, it's a um, and actually cool place. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And so this was really, this is like a, you know, I'll never get rid of it. It's, you know, the, the whole thing with basses for me is like, I like to, I've been trying to find over the years, right. That I've been buying basses. I'm not going to use the C word collector. That's a bad word, <laughs> but over the years I've been looking for like one, example of what I consider to be the classics, like a good example. Like I don't want to have all of the colors of a Fender gear. Like I'm not that crazy, but you know, the iconic bases that were used live or in sessions by iconic players. And I want to have like one good example of those bases. And this is that for me. So this one makes the list for sure. So have you got a third or not? I I don't have a third. I'm trying to think of like pedals or, but I think some of the stuff I had came out in 2022. Um, I was really devoted to that preset project, making presets for the HX Stomp. Whoa, whoa, but whoa. That's, that's not gonna be the a piece of gear. I know. Okay, <laughs> I know, doctor, dude. We're going into the personal achievements. So, yeah, yeah, I just got two. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. so my personal achievements of 2023. Hey, and if for anybody listening, like, please do the same. Like, write down um your personal yeah. achievements also write down your personal losses where you could have done better yeah um, and then and then if, if if it you know tickles your fancy how about writing some personal goals for 2024 as well we'll get into them in, in just a second okay so i'm mm. just going to rattle off my personal achievements that i've written down here so first of all is that i carved out um a, a bunch of time to go hiking with my son like one of my personal yes. goals for, for 2023 Jeez. was to Find an activity that I could really bond with my son over because because um, mm. I think it's really, really important. Um, so and, and I did it. <laughs> I, I carved out. You did. I carved out some time. <clears throat> we found that my son absolutely loves hiking like he l- fucking loves it. He loves going up to the yes. Lake District in the UK and climbing these freaking mountains that take five hours to get up and you're 
in the middle of nowhere and it's like it's just another world and it's just absolutely beautiful so i really that was a huge maybe my biggest achievement for this year was that um it was it was that i really found this thing that we could enjoy together and um and yeah, I'm super stoked about it. And we're going to be leaning in hard next year about, about that stuff. That's about awesome. Stuff. So that was one. Um, I did an album, which was a ton of fun. It was scary as hell. Um, and it was, there was a lot of work. It involved a lot of people. So that was a huge win for me in 2023. Um, I think I was, I was, I'm not going to say I was less stressed this year, but I didn't get that stressed. There was, I don't think there was any mm. moments of this year that I sort of like wanted to go and hide in bed, you know, and just sort of like pull the yeah, covers right. over my wow. head. And I will say that. That's, that's good. Yeah, it is good. And over the last sort of, I don't know, 13 years, there's been probably like a handful of times, four or five times where a day has, has come where I'm just fucking so stressed that in the after and i don't know why it happens in the afternoon i'm just like i need to go to bed and i go and i lie in bed wow. and i hide under the covers for like three hours and just feel like i've got the weight of the world on my shoulders over the last wow. 13 years of spl that happened maybe three to five times um maybe like three or four times i can remember um Yes. And this year was not one of those years. Felt pretty good. And, and you know, and there was been, That's awesome. there's definitely been sort of like business uh, hurdles and, and problems that we've had to figure out and go through. Um, we had to let a small portion of the team go. That wasn't fun at all. You know, we let sort of like, I think seven or eight people go because we're just overhired during COVID. That, that sucked. Yes. Um, yes. But all in all, um, I haven't, there hasn't been any sort of like massive stresses happen where I've had to go and hide in bed for an, in the afternoon. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's so, great. so I'm going to put that down as an achievement. Um, and then, and then finally, and this isn't sort of like a, this isn't actually a personal achievement. So I'm ab absolutely not taking um, all the credit for this at all. But I've just put on my notes here, I've put built a fucking crushing content team, a crushing oh, content oh, team. Yeah. And that is actually yes. not me that's done that at all. That's alongside everybody on, in the content team of SBL, Lydia, yourself, Sharon, Connor, all of the beautiful editors, Gav, Alan, Jack. Jack. Oh, Jack. Jack crushes it. Jack, Dude. we freaking love you. Jack, Jack just absolutely <clears throat> crushing it in the background there. You know, all of the amazing Sharon. people. Yeah. Said Sharon. We said Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Like, am I missing anybody out? Dan. Fuck Dan, who did <laughs> no, the entire all of the album content dan did you know like we've built this entire sort of like a, like such a fantastic team and i think about it um i was thinking about I've, I've thought about it a lot over the, like the last few weeks there was a in leeds there was a place called the wardrobe right and, and the wardrobe mm. was there was a moment in time there was several years um and I think that everybody listening to this, you'll be able to reflect on this in your own way. There'll be a there'll be a moment in time, like a few years, where it was just really special, where something special happened in time. And 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 for me, thinking back, the wardrobe in Leeds, I can remember there was a moment in time, maybe a a, a three to five year period, where like all of the musos in Leeds used to go and collectively hang out in this place all the time. Like it was 
It was on weekends. It was during the week. We were all hanging out. We yeah. were just sharing stories. And I'll tell you what, none of us appreciated it when it was happening. None of us. It was just... Oh, yes, because right. we were, take it for granted. We were, yes. for, we were just young, right? We were just <clears> taking <throat> it and it was so special. It was such a special period of time in my life, that, that yes. community that existed. And it reminds me on 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 the, the content team, what we've built over the last year is so special. And we get on, on, we get on calls and we grind it out. We grind out. We did it yesterday. We were on a call and it wasn't easy. It was hard. And and we were like trying, you know, and it was, hey, and on some calls we're all high five and it's great and stuff like that. Yesterday it was hard and we were like trying to come up with a freaking title and nothing was landing and none of us felt that inspired. And it was like, oh, this is hard. But all the way through that call, I was thinking, it is a blessing to be on this call. It is a blessing to be a part of this so team. True. It is a blessing to to sit here with all of you people and just be part of that experience. And I take fucking none of that for granted. Every single oh, minute and whatever, second dude. is <laughs> yeah. so for me, a huge achievement yes. is is like looking back a year ago versus what we've built now in that content team is just night and day and, and and it's just an absolute privilege to be part of that team so and and and, and it's and, and i true. will say that about all of sbl the sbl team i i freaking love the entire team but i'm just so ingrained in the content team like i'm in the trenches yes. with freaking hacking away at the call face right boom like hitting that call face and it, i know and it's it, true and it's just yeah just and and that was a, a, not a personal achievement of mine, but a real team achievement. Of I think that we've 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 created such a, a special um, culture within that content team that that is going on my you know personal achievements of twenty twenty three. And I am assuming that it'll be on yours as well because you're as as much a part of that team as as I am. You're oh, at yeah, the call face, freaking hitting that thing as we all are. So anyway, so. <laughs> That's yeah. my personal achievements of 2023. There's probably some more, but that, you know, I had like five minutes to prep for this. So I was like, da, 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 da. these are the ones that jumped to <laughs> mind for me. Anyway, so like, that's great. what are your personal achievements of, of 2023? I have a few. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I have the good and the bad, you know, like the good, we moved. So, um, oh, and yeah. we moved uh, in 2022, but we really did get settled, right? In our new home, yes. in my new studio space. I mean, we and we've done all these projects, get wind in the house we've done you know and we're in a place now where it feels like our home is really a lovely place to be and that was great because we weren't previously we weren't in a great neighborhood we weren't in a great situation uh and it it really that has changed for the better that feels amazing um and then you know this base right the the ima4 this was was a big deal yeah it was launched yeah i mentioned this but this freaking base man like Doing this with Lull, I had no idea how much fun it was going to be, how successful it was going to be. Um, and we have batches planned. I think we have four more batches planned out. So we have like the next two years of this instrument planned. Wild. And I can't freaking wait. Every time a drop is coming, we're going to do one, I think, in February. Every time one is coming, I'm like, ooh, it just feels so exciting because yeah. it's a very small – you know, it's not like we're, you know, selling hundreds of instruments, right? It's this yeah, small yeah. little batch and we go live You're and they sell out. And the so world. Yeah, yeah. Like a mother. Yeah. You're like a and chicken so, laying an egg. Yeah. 
Yes. And Spencer <laughs> is. <laughs> yes. Except you lay in and a base. Spencer is so. Yeah, he'll lay in a base. Like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Spencer is so nimble. And we'll get on a call. Um, Spencer Lull, who, you know, is the president um, of Mike Lull. We get on the, on the, I don't know if he calls himself the president, but he's the, you know, he's the head cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get on a call and he's like, yeah, what are you thinking? And we, we like, bang stuff out. We do product design on phone calls where we just dream stuff and then he makes it a reality. So man, Spencer, thank you. And that relationship has been great. I went out and did a clinic out there and met all the people and the lull team is amazing. So that a big deal. Um, I have two more and, and you said one of them, the content team and work at SBL. So when you asked me to come on full time and I did that, it was like a dive into this world. And dude, I, I mean, look, Look, I work for you, right? So, ah, but, but also, I feel, together. I mean, we work together. Well, yes, but yes, but I mean, I get up in the morning and I'm excited. I'm excited to see you. I'm excited yeah, to yeah, see yeah. the content team. I'm excited to do the work. And that hasn't always been the case with the work that I've done. Music work, I'm excited about, but I've had jobs in the past where I, ugh, like, I've kind of dreaded it or like, I just got to get through it. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, and yeah. man, I love, I love working at SBL and I love what we've built and the content team. I could not feel more warm about it this year. Like you said, everybody that you mentioned, like we, we made some changes, we made some structural changes and we've made some like how we communicate changes. And it has been so wonderful and shout out to the Reynolds sisters, man, Lydia and Sharon, like, you know, working with Sharon as head of content and a product or a project manager, she's incredible. And also making content with Sharon, dude, we just made a tool video, like a Justin Chancellor video together. And we laughed and had a great time. And, you know, and it's a different vibe than making videos with you, but I'm so thankful that we have another presenter on the team. That it's not just the two of us. She is wonderful. And so I couldn't feel more excited about that. Like truly I wait, wake up, you know, wake up and do, you know, a 7am podcast and I'm pumped. You know, Emily's like, oh, oh, you know, oh, you're up early. I'm like, I know, got to get into that podcast. And I, and I genuinely enjoy it. So thank you for that, yeah. for creating a really amazing work environment and an amazing team, because I feel really fortunate to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah man. And, I, and I have one more. Uh, the last one is a project that a few people in my life, including you in a big way pushed me into. And I don't think if I, if I wouldn't have had the push from a few people, three people, namely you, my wife, Emily and Eric Hutchinson, who's an artist that I've worked for. I've been his MD for the last few years, been playing bass with him for 10 years. I did a preset project where I made presets for the HX stomp. And that sounds kind of like like, you know, like when I talk about it to people that are like, that don't know, I'm like, Ooh, I made presets for a pedal. They're like, Oh yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But it was a big, big deal for me. Um, it, it changed my life in a number of ways, yeah. selling a digital product. It went incredibly well and it taught, it showed me that building an audience via a social media platform like yeah. Instagram was an absolute in- incredible way to do something that I've always wanted to do. Life changing. I've always wanted to organize life these sounds. Changer. Yes, it was life changing. It was life changing. And um, 
and whoever, if you're out there and you bought them, thank you so much. I hope you like them. I've gotten tons of positive feedback about them and I'm excited. I can't wait. 2024, I'm going to release another batch, maybe two more batches. And I know exactly what I'm going to do coming up. And that feels so exciting. Um, so I've been in the lab, you know, starting to create those. <laughs> But that is like, that was huge. And not just the orders, not just the like, oh, wow, I can't believe this could be like a viable business. Yeah. Not just that, but that I released something into the world and it was well received. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, for a, for a sad boy, for a self-conscious guy like me, that was uh, really warming and um, affirming. And so that was a big one. Greatest time in history, dude. And that's all I got. Greatest time in history for musicians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Absolutely. Okay. So we've done on my notes, it says why set goals, but we did that at the top of the conversation. So yeah, we did. hopefully people will be on board with that now. Please, people, think about how you're setting goals, what you want to do in 2024. Um, for me, so there's like there's different ways, I think, of doing this. Um, I've just got a list here, but, and I won't go into it in sort of like great detail, but what I like to do when I'm doing this, and normally I do it with my wife as well. My plan was to bring this, wow. I had a big cut bit of card. We sat down one night, cracked open some wine, dude. We had a big pit of card and I separated our life into like health, wealth, family, got you know, all of like different categories. Whoa. And I was like, what are we going to do? In, and wow. my, my wife is not the goal setter. She is like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, this is what we're going to do. Come on. She's like me. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. That Lisa and I are a lot alike, dude. I feel it. Dude, well, we're going <laughs> to sit down at the end of this year and we're going to review. We're going to look at that and see what we achieved. And, and, and we haven't yep. achieved even half of it. But the intention yeah. was there and we have achieved a bunch of stuff on there. So... All yes. that to say that that's what we're going to do. And I think it's getting into goal setting, being intentional about the life that you're actually trying to build is very, very, um, it's really helpful. Um, it's huge. I would love for everybody to get to the end of their lives and sort of like think, I freaking crushed it. I did everything possible to create the, the, the life that I wanted to experience. And I think it's so fucking easy to not do that. I am 45 yes. this year, right? If I live to 85 okay how many summers have i got left i know 40 i've got 40 summers left how many i mean like yep. it's outrageous my point is that life is much shorter than you think so it's like you know grab it while That's it's right. here and make sure <clears throat> you squeeze it get all of the juice from the squeeze okay so personal Absolutely. goals of 2024 um i'm we're gonna set quarterly adventures so i'm gonna um, be really intentional about setting one adventure each quarter of the year. So four, four adventures next year. Um, and then these can be of different sizes, but I've, I'll tell you two. Uh, and we haven't, yes. we haven't got all of them <clears> down. So, and these can be ideally for me, I'm really trying to be intentional about sort of like building my experiences with the family. So these are going to be family adventures. So one of them, mm is that my son and I are going to do a wild camp uh, up in the Lake District, 
somewhere wild as shit, wild and crazy. Oh, like fun. for you guys that yes. know the Lake District, we're big fans of like um, Helvellyn. They've obviously there's um, Striding Edge up there, and on the other side, you know the Katsy Cam and all of that. We're going to go down to Red Tarn and we're going to spend a night at Red Tarn, which is almost at the top of Helvellyn, and we're going to do some wild camping. Maybe even spend the entire weekend up on that lake which is in the middle of oh, bloody nowhere fun. so that's one adventure yes. that we're going to do another adventure that we're going to do actually i've got a few down here is that we're going to try and do the three peaks in in uh, yorkshire so it's all in one day and it's 40 kilometers it's outrageously long my son is not even 11 yet it's going to be a beast so we're going to try and do the the three peaks Amazing. in yorkshire um and we're going to try and do it all in one day and then also I'm going to have to figure out how to get my uh, the, the girls of the Divine Family involved in some of these as well. It sounds like all of this is Story and I, which is my boy. Yeah, right. The third one that he really, really wants to do is he wants to he wants to do the three peaks, the UK three peaks, which is you have to you have to walk um, up and down, ascend and descend the three highest peaks in the UK, all within 24 hours. It's a it's a brute. One of them wow. is. Ben Nevis, which is like right up in Scotland. And the other one is in Wales. Just if you know the geography, it's a, it's basically you've got to do it within 24 hours. And again, my boy is not even 11 years old yet. So that's, so he really wants that to be sort of like one of the, the, the most grueling adventures that we take on. Um, who knows whether we're going to do it, but well, we'll try. But again, they're, incredible. They're sort of like three, yes. events, three of the adventures that we're going to do, and then ideally, I want to get the the girls involved in one of those as well. Um, so one one every quarter, and then the big adventure. And I'm I'm trying. I did this kind of this year, but we're going to be more intentional about it this year. Is we're going to try and do one like mini adventure every quarter, and then one big adventure next year as well. The big adventure is wow. that we're going to move somewhere. Uh, for six to eight weeks, somewhere wild, we're going to take the entire family and, and I'm going to still work and stuff like that. We're not going on holiday for eight weeks, but we're going to move somewhere for eight weeks. I think that we're going to go to Australia. Well, we're going to do it earlier wow. on in the year, but I freaking dislocated my shoulder and screwed it up. So I'm having to sort of like take <clears throat> yes. care of the shoulder. So we're going to try and go somewhere for six to eight weeks, probably Australia, and then live there as a family and have a completely different experience all together as a family. Um, so that's some of my adventures. Also... I'm going to try and get out of working in the business so much and instead working on the business. So mm. um, I'm involved in probably stuff that I am not that great at in the team, in SBL. I want to get myself out of that stuff and hand more of the reins over to Phil, who is a beast at that kind of stuff. So get out of that yeah. and then more working <clears throat> on big strategy stuff for the business, but then also more content stuff as well. So really focusing in on the stuff that I'm really great at and handing stuff over to Phil. Phil, I love you. Um, over to Phil. Of the sort of love the Phil. Stuff Phil's the so best. He is the best, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to build something to help artists, musicians get online if they want to. I want to put together uh, like a training, like a training course, like a like a some kind of course that if you know yes. two or three hours worth of content that that is the the blue or the red pill, whichever take pill it is, and really shows musicians and artists how they can 
ca- capitalize on the greatest time in in history for them to build an audience and change their lives um from a pre- professional standpoint and and then i'd love to do another album and that's it i'm out that's my personal goal for 2024 <laughs> so some of that's them. a lot it's a lot but what, Man, what are yours great. what are yours um, I, you know, I have a few things here, uh, but it connects to the bad and I know we haven't, maybe it'll be a good, a, a good segue. I don't want to end it on a, on a bad note, but I do feel like, man, there's some, the, the losses, and got some losses are connected well. to my goals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, I missed but, but I will I, say, yeah, I missed the losses, but we can go back to them if you want. What? So do I you want like to do should. your, do you want to do your goals I'll first do, or your losses first? Do you want to goal? Goals? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do goals and then, and then I'll hit you with some losses, man. I mean, I love, I love speaking and I love doing clinics. I want to do more of that. Mm -hmm. I love getting to go to a place, addressing a group, playing the bass, talking about what I do, whether that's content, bass playing, session musician playing, sounds, you know, pedals, basses. I love doing that. So I want to do more of that. I want to do more clinics. I want to do more speaking. Of course, I'm going to make more presets. I'm going to try to branch out to other platforms too, maybe quad cortex, potentially some others. Um, but Definitely at least another big preset pack for the HX Stomp because that was so fun. And I want to make some personal music. So I didn't do like a, a record last year and I really wanted to. And I had some studio time and then things got in the way yeah. and, you know, self-sabotage. And I really do want to make um, an EP or at least a few songs, maybe not a full record, but I want – I. I know what it sounds like in my mind. I just need to be vulnerable and pull the trigger. So that's um, a big, a big thing. And I think for me also, I need to carve time for my family in a very meaningful way. I would see you up on the mountain with story and that, you know, and I'd be working on some project after hours, you know? So the thing for me is I have been doing SBL and then I've been doing all of the other stuff that I used to do before SBL all of it on at the nights same time. and weekends. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So nights and weekends, I'm preparing for things. I'm doing the preset stuff. I'm playing on people's stuff. I'm getting ready for gigs. I'm getting ready for tours. I'm holy crap and then the fam- my family is the fallout yeah, yeah. so when i see you um on a mountain with story i'm like oh my god i've got to get i've got to get my shit together in that regard mm-hmm. i really do i need to set aside my wife and i had a huge fight last time, night time huge, see, oh it last uh, night seems to me like you need to set some goals dude <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Emily and I got into it last night because she was taking some shots at me. We we had this fun like cookie making thing with our with our friends, and she was being kind of sassy and snarky to me. And I was like, "Why are you doing that? Like, why do you do that to me?" And man, she was like, "Because I'm furious with you. I feel like oh, you shit. don't listen. I feel like I ask you for help and you don't do it. I have to make fucking lists for you, and then you don't even cross the stuff off the list." I am. So terrible at being a functional, like help with tasks and with things with my family. I am bad at it. And it's, and it's, it's not okay for me to just be like, I'm, I'm not wired that way. Oh, I'm bad at it. Yeah. yeah, Um, I, she asks me for help and I go, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I procrastinate it because there's some base thing that came up and it's, brutal. So where I feel like I've had some really great gains professionally, 
my law, my big losses have been connection with my family Mm -hmm. and that needs to change. So thinking about carving time to, to help, you know, every day to do family tasks that I need to do, but then zoom out thinking about the trips we can take because dude, if I'm left to my own devices, I book up with only music. It's like, Based stuff. This weekend, Corey Wong asked me to come play on his new record. That is fucking thrilling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the new Corey Wong record. Me and Steve Gould are going to play on some tracks. I can't wait. But all that stuff that I say yes to extracurricularly, even if it's so exciting, takes time away yeah. from my family. Yeah. So I need to figure out, you know, so people see me and they think, oh man, you know, career is banging. It's great. Yes. But the fallout is. Emily um, kicking your ass the, last the, night. The, that, that kind of yeah, shit. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I deserve it. And it's, and it's well-deserved. Yeah. You know, I was like, you were being a little bit mean to me in front of our friends. And she was like, do you know why? She's like, I'm sorry. And to her credit, actually through halfway through the night, she's like, I'm doing that thing that I do sometimes and I'm going to stop. I'm realizing that I'm doing it. She pulled me aside and I was like, I appreciate that. And then I brought it up like a freaking ninny. I was like, Hey, remember when you were being kind of mean to me in front of our friends that you, you apologize, but still that kind of hurt my feelings. She was like, mother fucker. <laughs> so, so, you know, Hey, can I offer you so that's some, my, some sort yeah. of like, just please. Oh Jesus, please. Cause, cause Lisa was having some, um, issues with stuff like this recently more to do we we homeschool the kids and she was finding it really hard to sort of like like in a it's a different context but she was finding it she was just sort of like running the kids all over the place and finding it really hard to have some sort of like like meaningful time where she just sort of connected the kids and just she turned into like a taxi service and was just you know that whole thing we were talking about the other day and i was like look dude i was like if you do not schedule time in not just like leave don't leave free time on the diary. Okay. I was mm. like, that is going to be filled up with other people's shit. I was like, mm. you need to actually schedule the time to. Yeah. So it's not like, oh yeah, we're going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'm going to like, I'm just going to like cart the kids around different classes and stuff like that. And then we're just going to leave Thursday and Friday free. I was like, that is bullshit. And Thursday, Friday, are just going to get filled up. You need to actually yes. schedule that stuff in. And that's so that's what yes. I did with story. I was like, I scheduled it in. I was like, and I told him about it. I was like, I'm scheduling this in. And he fuck, he kept me accountable, dude. He was like, Oh, when I bet. You, when you make the promises to because <clears throat> when you schedule the stuff with the kids and the wife and you promise them, then it's like you're extra extra accountable for it as well. And it's like you, Yeah, that it's super hard. And that's what you need. Yeah. It, it, it is, it, you know, so all this stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't want to make goals. I want to just float with the freedom. And dude, it is hurting me with my family. Yeah. It's really hurting me. And, every, so and everything you say a, yes to, everything you say yes to yes. is a no to something else. Exactly so right. Somebody says, exactly hey, right. do you want to do, do this thing? And you say yes, you're actually saying no to something else. And that might, and it's typically my family. Yeah, it might, it's typically it might be my family. family. Might be something else. Yeah, but you're, it's, you're it's right. a strange way of. It's a different frame yes. to look through things, isn't it? Hey, so it sounds yes. like are your sort of like personal losses this year? It sounds like all your goals are around sort of like, um, obviously lean the IMA thing with with Lull, do more presets, um, do more speaking, mm-hmm. but also yeah. on the loss, uh, spending more time with your family because that's more like of a loss. Any more like losses you wanted to yes. share? 
Oh, I mean, I just feel like just general, just general feelings of procrastination, self-sabotage, like a big loss. I talked about making, you know, you made this big record, right? And I was like, I'm doing one oh, too. And you, and you were like, it, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't do it, you know, yeah. and I have a thousand, you know, a thousand excuses and reasons why I didn't do it, but, but I didn't. And there are a few things like that hanging out there in the balance, a couple of projects that I've done with people too that just aren't finished. Mm -hmm. um, and those were losses and that needs to get rectified in 2024. So, you know, it's, uh, I could do with a bit of goal setting, with a bit of sit down and planning, writing things in the calendar, um, holding myself accountable, having my family hold me accountable as well. So yes. And, and another, another big one, another big one is I would like to, not just like get in shape, but I would like to ride more. In 2024, I would like to ride my bike. I, I should put a number on it. Um, and not, not just the Peloton, but I would like to ride my bike outside, um, X number of miles a week. I should probably put a number on that, but I would love to say like in the season, spring, summer, fall, I would like to be riding 50 miles a week. Yeah. I really want to make that a part of my life, getting outside on my bike, um, and with my family, without my family, you know, do it without my family. There's another thing where I'm just gone, you know, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to change uh, my relationship with exercise dude and so you know i've had a friend say you know maybe, you have to, maybe my my yeah. big personal loss of 2023 with my health i did no working out at all zero and on my plan for yes. 2023 i'm gonna get healthy i'm gonna work out i'm gonna be rid all of that shit none of it happened none <laughs> yeah nothing yeah, it was yeah, a disaster. on top of that i completely ignored my health I freaking, I was stupid and I dislocated this joint in my shoulder and I left it for months. Month. I know oh, it, it sounds so stupid yes. to even say this down a freaking microphone. I left it for months. Lisa was like, you should go to the doctor. That looks weird. Please go to the doctor. I was like, it'll be fine. I'd freaking dislocated this joint in my shoulder and I left it for June, July, August, September. I left it for four oh months until I went to the doctors. What a stupid arsehole. And now I'm paying the price. <laughs> I, I, oh, what a complete arsehole. Anyway, so I did that. I also had this infection in my lungs that I, I that I left for. I, I it's embarrassing to say I've had a, like a, a basically like an infection in my lungs for like two or three years now, and it's taken me so long to go and try and sort this out. I I, I have sorted out. I'm now on antibiotics for the next six months. Um, trying to all of that wow. anyway. What a dick! I left it, and it's just yeah. Anyway, it's sort of like it's that's tr I'm, that's kind of under control as well. But all of that health was just a complete shit show this year. And also the launch of the album as well. That was a bit of a loss because I really wished I hadn't done it over nine weeks. I should have just done it over like two or three weeks. I should have. Mm. And I, sh and I had before I launched the album, all of my freaking warning signs, all of my, all of my warning signs, my little indicators were like ringing. Yes. And I was like, I actually should reduce the size of this. I should, everything said it, but I, but, and I didn't make a call. I wasn't, mm. people on the team were sort of like, oh, well, we'll let, let's sort of like, let's do it this time. We'll just, well, we'll just do it as we planned this time. We'll do it now, do it over nine weeks and stuff. I should have made the fucking call, dude. I should have just said, mm. hey, we'll do it over three weeks and we'll just make it happen. It doesn't matter if it's perfect, but we should just make it happen. And I didn't, and I'm a twat because of it. Anyway, that's ah, my personal Dude, life. live and learn though, oh, man. I'm I mean, you made learning. a record. 
I did. You made a record, you know. Uh, dude, it's huge. I've got some goals for 2024, but you have got a live stream in three minutes. Do you want to bounce? I do. I've got to jump onto this bass hang. Dude, yeah. I, I, I can, I can, I'm going to take it. You, you say bye bye. You take to, it. I'm going to take this. You say your, is this going to be the last time you speak to a, Speak to the SBL, SBL crowd in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty three, it might be. And let me just say, guys, thank you. Thank you for listening to this pod. Thank you for supporting me personally. Thank you for supporting Scott and SBL and all the things we do at SBL. It is a huge joy in my life. It's a huge joy. And hey, if you're a reluctant goal setter like me, T- take a listen. Take a listen to this guy. I- I'm going to sign off, <laughs> but but keep listening to this man because Scott, man, I want to say personally to you too, doing this pod has been one of the biggest joys in my life. I love Me doing too. it. Me too. I love connecting with you. I love talking through life, music, the ups, the downs, the gear, everything with you, man. Thank you for asking me to do it. And um, I can't wait to do more in 2024. Did we start the pod this year? I feel like it was 22. I feel no, it was. It was 2022. Well, I was gonna, <laughs> but it, I was gonna say it feels like a personal achievement or something. I really enjoyed. Anyway, dude, take it easy, and I'll uh, I'll see you All soon. Right. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. Okay, dudes. So you left with me. Um, okay, so the last thing I wanted to do is get into SBL goals for 2024. We've got a lot of goals. Um, coming up, but I just wanted to touch on a few of them. Uh, One of the big ones that we're going to be launching in January is we're launching something called SBL Live Class. Now, I did talk about it, um, or Ian and I talked about it a few weeks back, even maybe a few months back, in all honesty. Um, And I said that we were launching this thing um, and it was going to be really kind of like this completely new live experience and the whole just to rewind a little bit you might not have heard heard me talk about it before but the whole thing the idea of it really came from when I was um you know coming up as a bass player I really wanted to go to music school and I did freaking terribly at traditional school like terribly I barely got any grades. I was just a big crap bag when it came to uh, to, to go when I went to school. Um, so when I went to music college and auditioned, I I kind of got in. They're like I did okay in the audition. They were like, yay. But then when they looked at my grades, they were just like, there is no way that we can accept you into the college. You've got no school grades, or at least the school grades that, that you have are complete um, dog crap. So I was like, okay. Um, so I was like left in this space where I was, honestly, like emotionally destroyed. I didn't know what to do. I even thought about um, getting a job at the factory that my dad was working at the time. Uh, My dad was like, absolutely no way. It's a massive shout out to my dad, who was a key. Yeah, like, I guess he was sort of like a real key part of of helping me not not go down that that pathway um he was like absolutely no way you're doing this i want you to have like a a job that you love doing in in your future so he was like no please do not do that you need to focus on music so i did focus on music and and ultimately it led me to try and you know i found out you know i found my own path but it was it was freaking lonely. It was brutal. I didn't have that many people to ask because I wasn't going through any sort of like formal educational program process. Like I did get lessons from some great players off my own back, 
and like Gary Willis being one of them. But like Gary lived in Spain. I could only fly there like a, a, a few times every year because I couldn't afford anything else. So it it led to like a lot of loneliness of studying on my own, basically. Um, and then one, like I was speaking to a friend and he was telling me about this. Basically, he was like, hey, have you checked out these? The schools he was talking about, there was one school in New York and then there was another school in San Francisco. And these were like adult learn learning programs that you could join. And um, and basically, you didn't need any um, any like any exams or anything to get in. You basically just need to be a half decent player, and you could uh, you could go and study there. And I can remember like looking at these these schools and thinking that they were my dream come true. Like every single day, there was like multiple classes running. There was like classes on jazz and classes on composition and classes on improvisation and classes on arranging and classes on Latin. All of these amazing and I. I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to have access to all of that amazing um, education and, and access to tutors that I could interact with every single day. Like it was my dream come true. Um, but they were in New York and San Francisco. There was no way that I could afford to be a part of any sort of like educational program like that. So I dreamed about it. And ever since then, I've always dreamed about what it would be like to have access to um, programs like that. And just earlier on this year, um, we asked the question, or I asked the question to the team. I was like, look, I used to dream about this. Um, what if we made that available to to bass players like there's a a friend of mine um pete martin he runs something called open jazz studio and they did something or they do something that's similar where they run live classes every single day and that kind of made me think about i was like oh that's like that it's kind of like what i used to dream about going to in them sort of like brick and mortar schools in new york and san francisco that were running those adult music programs same deal. They were running multiple live classes every single day. And I was like, oh, could SBL offer something like that where we're offering multiple live classes every single day? So you can, you know, as a student, you can look at the look at the, you know, the the roster of the, the timetable of the week and think, okay, well, what do I want to do this week? Do I want to go and study gospel this week? Or do I want to study jazz? I want to do it. Do I want to study R&B? Or do I want to study improvisation? Or do I want to up level my technique? So, and it was the, it was the birth of this idea of SBL creating like the closest thing that you can ever get to as like a, like a real school so every single week you look at the timetable and there are classes running every single day um, that you can go to and we put together this like you know second to none this world-class faculty that will be there live every single day so you can jump on these real interactive classes that where you're sitting there with a base and you can speak to the tutor in this like cl like classroom environment but online virtual right um and we asked you guys this is there was the dream that we wanted to put together so we are putting this to do or we have put this together for and we're launching it in 2024 and we we asked you for i think that some of you already remember this we asked for um ideas of what we could call it and there was a bunch of really amazing um 
amazing recommendations and ideas from you guys. The one that I really liked was SBL Interactive, but there was another one called SBL Live Class. And SBL Live Class is the one that we've gone with. So SBL Live Class is launching in 2024. Um and I think that it's going to be an absolute game changer. We've just put together this incredible faculty that's going to be teaching of all different shapes and sizes and just like, oh, I think it's just going to be like shapes and sh size of music, right? Not shapes and size of humans. Although we're all different shapes and sizes, but we've got like, you know, in terms of we've just got like people specializing in all different techniques and all different genres and styles and skills and it's going to be absolutely wild we've got people like gary willis travis dykes danny mo morris todd johnson daisy um daisy pepper um we've got uh katie through on upright we've got all of these incredible tutors that we've constructed for this thing and we're going to be doing live classes every single day so please keep a lookout for it we we're launching that in 2024 um, it's only going to be in, um, available for SBL members and it's going to be, um, obviously there's an additional cost to be a member. It's like basically sort of like upgrading your membership. If you want to upgrade your existing experience of SBL, this is what we're doing it for. So SBL obviously is, you know, the, the majority of SBL is, you know, you're learning by yourself, right? It's, it's that thing. It's what I did, right? It's an upgraded experience of what I did. I sort of like, you know, I had to grab old VHS videos and books and stuff like that. But SBL is giving you access to this incredible course library where you've got courses from the best base educators in the world. But SBL Live Class sits on top of that and is like a real school where every single day you can join a live class. And it's not, not like a presentation. These are real live interactive classes where you get to, you know, be part of a group coaching experience and speak directly with the coaches, with the likes of Gary Willis, Todd Johnson, Travis Dykes, Katie, Daisy Pepper, you know, I mean, all of these incredible tutors. And I think it's... Nobody's done anything like this, that in the base world before. Honestly, just to, to put it out there, because it's freaking hard on the execution standpoint. This is brute. It's been a brute to put together, but I think it's something that should exist in the world. Uh, and my my hopes and dreams are that that you guys really uh, really think so as well, and that you jump on board on this. Um, I think it's going to be wild. And in terms of taking your bass playing, you know, to that next level, I think it's just going to be an absolute game changer. So, yeah, so we're launching that in 2024. So that's a huge goal for 2024 is launching SBL Live Class and hopefully seeing that through so it's successful and bunch of, you know, loads of members jump on board and all of that good stuff. Uh, we're also just, to, you know, I'm not saying like, hey, you know, like, um, I'm not trying to do the whole sales thing or anything, but we have put an incredible deal together for existing students. Um, so if you like, please keep a lookout for that. Cause it's, it's like basically this founders mem founder members deal that we're putting together for that. And it's uh, this sort of like one once in a lifetime offer that we're putting together for that. So that's a big goal for 2024 is launching SBL live class and turning it into an absolutely thriving community. We're also going to be having like listening sessions. We're going to be having um, uh, 
practice sessions. Like Ian's going to be running a weekly practice session so you can sit with Ian, like literally sit with Ian every single week in a Zoom room and practice alongside him. I think that's going to be a game changer. The listening sessions are going to be when we're listening to albums and breaking them down. I'm going to be doing the Technique Dojo every week. Like it's going to be freaking wild. Anyway, that launches in 2024, January. That's going to be a huge goal. Also, I really want to do an album this year. Um, but the big thing, I think that the biggest, hairiest, audacious goal of SBL this year is I really want SBL to become the cultural center of base. Um, and something that I, I have felt a loss of the, you know, the, the magazines held, held a, a real sort of like cultural significance for me, you know, like Bass Player Magazine, Bassist Magazine, uh, like all of those magazines for me, when I look back, they were really the cultural center of bass. And I think that with the de the decline of on of print um, and the, the, the birth of platforms like SBL, I think that um, it's, I think that we have the responsibility to create something within the the base world that really pulls together um all of the the base players around the, the world and creates something that really is the cultural center that so and you'll have seen this already happening in a in a small way on the SBL channel YouTube channel already um where we've been interviewing people like um, Marcus Miller like Henrik Linder like Rob Malarkey like Guy Pratt um, like who else have we been interviewing? Um, God, we've just done one recently that it escapes me, but you're going to see more really fantastic interviews coming onto the SBL channel because we really want to bring on the best minds, the best people for their, for them to share what they've done and their contribution to base. We want to represent those amazing individuals and bass players on the SBL channel because we know that that's a really important thing to do for base culture to 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 celebrate the the greatest that ever did it because that inspires us as bass players to want to do the same right that's what the magazines did that's why they had those great artists on the covers of those magazines and that's what we need to do through SBL is really become this cultural centerpiece for SBL uh, for the for the bass community so we can really do that it's not about us it's not about me it's not about the team here at SBL it's about the bass community it's about creating an entity that exists that inspires all of the bass players in the world that showcases the best people that, and celebrates the best people to ever have done it. So I really, really would love to make moves towards that. So just, and we're already doing that, but I really want 2024, when we get to the end of 2024, I want to look back and think we freaking nailed it. Look at all of the amazing interviews that we created. Look at all of the amazing uh, bassists that we celebrated and that we shone a light on um, through, you know, our channel of SBL. Again, it's not about us. It's about creating um, creating something that celebrates bass, something for the, the bass community. So I really want to do that. You know, already up and coming, we've got interviews with Justin Rains. We've got interviews with Andrew Goucher. We've got interviews with Jonathan. Ma We're going to create this amazing library of interviews on the SBL channel. So I'd love for that to to be a huge or that is a huge goal of mine and the team here at SBL for 2024. 
Um, also, I'd love gear to be a part of it. I'd love to get more gear-related conversations on the SBL YouTube channel because I think that is an incredibly important part of um, base culture, and I think that that should be represented on the the uh, the channel here at SBL on the YouTube channel. Um, and I think, but ultimately, I think that the big one, the big hairy audacious goal, is to really try and be like take take moves to be to becoming the cultural center of base and create something um, on like YouTube specifically, I think that really draws and inspires all of all of the bass players in the world to, to be the best bass player that they can be and also celebrate the, the people that are already doing it. Um, so that's, that's our big hairy goal this year. Um, and then obviously do that alongside the amazing team at SBL. It is just such a incredible um, honour to work alongside these these individuals and I think that um, just to say that that without all of you we wouldn't be able to do this you know we I, I said right at the start of this podcast that this content creator bullshit that everybody keeps spouting now, I'm not saying you know like I've just got a bit of a um, there's a thought in my I, I just I don't like that terminology. I love the the audience creating or the community creating. One of them too, right? Or the audience creating economy or the the community creating economy. That's what I think that we're actually in the game of. And I think that um that's what, you know, we've been doing all of these years. We've been creating an audience, but we've really been creating a community um, that are all culturally like aligned and we're all in this together about celebrating bass and inspiring each other to get better on our bases. So uh, we wouldn't be here without you. Um, it's a great team and all, but it's because of you, because of the audience that we've built or the community that we've built that we get to do what we, uh, we've we been doing here in the background. So yes, thank you to the team at SBL. Um, but, but, but also a huge thanks to you, the community of SBL, because you are the ones that really make this like dream for me come true. You guys are the ones that make this the ability for all of the team here to for us to come to work every single day and do what we do. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. So the biggest thank you in the world to you. I take this I don't take any of this for granted at all. Again, I pinch myself every single day. Um, just like I was saying to Ian just before when we were talking about the wardrobe at Leeds. Um, and I and I think back to those days and think about how none of us really appreciated the magic um, that was occurring there. That's That's now for me. That's this team. That's the content team that I was talking about earlier. But that is this time also with you, with you all, that that I think maybe there's a time in the future when I'm older and I'll think back to, holy shit, can you remember how wild it was when we were building just this amazing community who all were just in this together? And I really feel like I'm in this with you. Um, I think, yeah. It's just wild, 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 wild. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this long ass podcast. And thank you for being um, part of what we're building and giving a shit about uh, what we're building as well. You're absolutely, you're as a part of this as I am. You're as important to this as I am. Um, so yeah. And 
Hey, have a great freaking Christmas as well um, and all of that good stuff. We're going to be eating too much and drinking too much. Um, and I'll see you uh, I'll see you in the new year. Anyway, take it easy, everybody. Have a great one. See you. Bye.